Is anyone here? What did you find? You are listening to Supernatural Confessions. Hey, very good evening, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. This is Supernatural Confessions Friday Night Live. And for some reason, I'm hearing myself in my own cans. Um, obviously, my background is very different right now because I am going back to my roots and streaming live from Elvin's house. So if my sound is a problem, let me know in the comments. But um, I'd love to get a, you know, get a shout out for you guys. Thank you so much for joining us every Friday without fail with four of us. Or rather, right now, one of our hosts is missing. So she's going to tune in from outside. So let's see where she's heading up tonight. Um, if you're just new to us or you've been around for some time, do like and share this particular video. Okay? Um, okay. That was entirely hilarious because it's a massive pachalobang right now. But like and share this video. Um, I can hear Pontiana. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> hey, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. I was birthday. very deliberate in not telling anyone my birthday because I really do not want people to celebrate my 35th birthday, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, 35th sure. birthday, yes, sir. Yeah, yes, happy, yeah. happy, happy 35th. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, Eugene, your throat doesn't sound so good. Eugene's throat is a bit ripped right now. Um, so, I, so people are bringing balloons and cakes and candles, which is exactly what I don't want for my birthday. <laughs> Wait, why is there only a four? I remember what, four years old, right? Um, variable. So if he feels like he's 41, then he's 41. But if he's 49, then I mean, who am I to? I'm not 49. I'm not 49. <laughs> I'm 35. And this is my eighth anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. I know you guys have been asking for... Um, okay, the I last time we did this was at... Sonia's house, where we surprised her for a birthday party. And it was very distracting to run a live show when people are in the same place because we can hear ourselves and there's a one second delay. Anyway, thank you so much, Sonia Elvin, for hosting my birthday at your place. Um, Kim, Joe, we wish to have you here, but unfortunately, uh, you guys can't join us. But you know what? It's great because we're going to see each other very, very soon. Yes. Uh, like and share this because today we're going to have a little bit of a different segment. I know the community has asked for Jim Cole and a lot of other people to come online tonight. However, I spoke to Jim. Jim says he cannot make it tonight and he was very shy to come on the camera. I tried to get him to come on camera. I said, people want to talk to you. Your fans love to have you. And eventually he said, he might come somewhere oh. in May. Mm. Yes. Yes. So it's not that I do not try. It's just that because just because you vote does not mean that people will just automatically come online. They are very shy. He says the real stars are people who confess is not him. Okay. So Jim Cole, we hope to see you in mid-May. But for now, we've got a Friday night live show to go through with three confessions, one know your hand to, and a declassified segment. Mm. But before we do all that. I'm really straining my voice. Before we do all that, let's say a big hello to all our hosts tonight. Let's start with the guy with the cap. All the way from Sarawak Kuching, the man of the voice behind our podcast. His name is 
Joachim Van. Also known as Kim A. Kukubert. Yeah, hi. <laughs> hi, guys. Uh, I, I do not know what is happening to uh, Eugene's voice. Uh, so, it, bro, if you need me to step in and, and take over, just let me know. Yeah, okay, huh? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, to all our SE family, hello. Uh, good Friday to everybody once again. Uh, it's good to seeing everybody here uh, together with the rest of us. So, hope you guys enjoyed the rest of the show. Hmm. Okay, uh, and over from usually. Very, very far. <laughs> Some Bawa <laughs> is right here today in Tampanese. Yeah, let me show you how Sambawang is so part of Tampanese. <laughs> and I'm four years old. <laughs> what was it half price? You can only get four? <laughs> no, I, I wanted it to be, you know, interpretive, like the way you dance. It's interpretive. <clears throat> Actually, Sonia <laughs> asked me the wrong question, so. <laughs> Where you? I don't see you. Can you please put yourself where you normally are? This is your house, you know. Yeah, right, I mean, could right, you right. could you come out of the room and stand behind me? Yes. And say hello to come. everyone. There he is. Is he wearing pants? Uh yes, I, I, I can attest to that. We okay, are all okay. wearing pants. <laughs> Eugene, uh, Carlos calls say Eugene is some beer. Eugene is drinking wine tonight. Taking it easy. Thank you so much. Um, and all the way from down under the apex predator, I mean the apex predator, top dog, <laughs> the guy who put Stone Cold to shame. His name is Joseph Lee Kota. Ta, ta, ta. There was a little bit of a pause there, and I think you forgot my name <laughs> just temporarily. Was that Joseph Dakota? Because, because I always call you Top Dog and Apex Predator. I always forgot your name is as Joseph Dakota. Nice cover. Nice cover. My, my role, my role overtakes me. Hey, you know one thing I actually like I, I, I like women with a uh, deep husky voice, so you know <laughs> what's happening right now, it's it's doing it for me. Hey baby. <laughs> Not that deep though. <laughs> well, well, hi everyone. Thank you for joining us on a Friday night. Um I am for more ghost stories tonight. So let's just see where yeah. the is. Well, we have some couple of weird stories again tonight. I mean, mm. the last couple of weeks have been really weird. Um I know we have one classic traditional ghost story but the other two i think will be you make for very interesting conversation mm, yeah but i think so usually we have elvin de cruising the internet at this point but some of you may know that a few i think last saturday it was just last saturday we conducted a confidential tour mm. classified totally classified only a small group of people that we trust to keep a secret and we went to a haunted and abandoned place and we caught evidence of haunting. So scary. Yeah. Uh, Sonia, why don't you give us a little bit of brief about the place they brought us to? So the area is very heavy because of its history. Um, I can't say very much about it, except that it was one of the areas where the Japanese, during the uh, Japanese occupation in Singapore, mm. had a POW camp. Mm. And we went to this area to just you know, have a feel around. And by golly, the vibes. We were so attracted to this one position in the whole area. All of us felt the same way. How did you feel about it? Every, uh, okay, the, so the whole place was abandoned at the same time. Right? And one of the clues and cues that we see about an abandoned place where there is a negative energy is that that particular spot tend to have a bit the decay of the spot is a lot faster than anywhere else. Yes. 
So every other building in the place is pristine, taken care of. There were even street lights. One building in particular had moss growing all over its wall. All of us thought that place a certain bad juju. So what do we do? We go towards it. And we isolate ourselves. Two to each isolation area. It was supposed to be one, but people got scared and they wanted to go in pairs. I mean, it's, it's a little bit safer also to put them in twos. So it was a very good call of yours to put them two to each area where I've heard of previous encounters. So, you know, just allow them a little bit of support. Lah, right? mm-hmm. So in room number one, where there's two isolators, they heard a lot of sound coming from the room next door, which is the toilet. A flushing sound, seats being lifted up and down. And in the other room, away from the first room, one of the uh, isolators, he sat there and he felt there was a darkness in the shadow. When he started looking again, when he looked away and looked back, that shadow moved. And in the second room, in the same bunk, when they were two men into a very big bunk, um, that guy went, if there's any spirit here, please show yourself. And he waited for an answer. And a very heavy bunk bed moved on his own. Oh. Because it's so silent, you can hear the... Wow. Yeah. So when they called us in, because everyone came out, they were all freaked out. But the, the amazing thing was that... So we had two people in two different areas, and then we were waiting on the outside. And all of a sudden, at the exact same time, all four of them came out into uh, the common area at the exact same time, and they both both groups had something to say. One said they heard a noise somewhere, and then another one said that the bed frame had moved. So, and because we weren't inside, we you know, we couldn't tell. Mm. While we were standing in a common area, we heard this: the toilet, which we were there before. There was no flushing, no sound, silence throughout. Now, at a loud flushing sound. And I thought I heard people talking. There was a lot of communi- conversation. But a lot of this could be, should be what, what may happen. You know, because it's not caught in evidence, we can discount it, right, guys? Mm. So mm. we went to investigate the toilet. We found that the toilet flush was faulty. The water was running. The only way to stop the water from running is to turn the valve off. Mm. And that it was a very difficult, very stiff, Yes, it required effort and strength to turn the valve. And it, it was it was me and Richie that had turned it off. Okay, okay. okay. So all of us looked at the valve and Sonia turned it off. Okay. Mm. And we went off, we climbed up the ladder, the rooftop where they heard some other sounds. One guy turned to the right, saw a white figure. But it was again. Because there was no evidence, could just be an imagination. Hmm. That rooftop had also a very, very dark reputation because people have hmm. seen, in this case, Sonia and her previous team who came down for investigation, saw a shadow on the rooftop. But when hmm. it went up, there was nothing there. There was not like a speaker or a structure that could describe the shadow in any way. Yeah, because when we were standing at the uh, an open area and we were looking at this building, there was a shape, a very dark shadowy shape in the corner, which we figured could have been a, a floodlight or a speaker or maybe an antenna. But when we had gone closer to the building, climbed up to the top of it, accessed the roof, 
it turned out that there was nothing, nothing. there. Nothing at all. Wow. Okay, okay. so everything that okay. I just mentioned could be explained away in many different ways. If I brought this experience to you guys, right, you could explain it away in 10 ways to Sunday. Okay. Right? Yeah. Imagination, exhaustion, That's quick. string, EMF, everything. When we climbed down the rooftop, there was no one else around the place. Like, if you ask us, is there someone else in the vicinity? No, just us. And you could see miles and miles that there was no one else. Hmm. We climbed down the ladder from the rooftop to the floor. The toilet sound was on again. Wow, okay. And you may uh, think, okay, you know, Eugene, this is technical fault. We walked in the toilet. Okay, two guys walked in the toilet first. They heard the sound. They walked in. And one guy said, if there was someone here, show yourself. Second guy heard a voice. And then I came in. I said, what's going on, guys? Why is the water on? He says, no one turn it on. We mm. came down, the water was running. Second guy said, I heard a voice, I heard a voice, I heard a voice. I said, okay, first guy, ask a question again and let's see whether we can hear that voice. First guy said, ask the question. And this time, both guy two and me heard an exact voice growling from a spot. Okay? All right. And I said, Okay, turn off the valve. Turn off the water. Turn off. Right? An effort. So it was not as if the pipe burst or water kept running. You have to physically turn off the valve. Again? Yes. So we turned it off. All four of us saw it. We had, we had a video recording of it. But when we came down, it was turned on. And it was not something that could be a weight or a gravity or a red that jumped on it. It was an effort. Okay. Yeah, and and mm. you know it's like we would know because a couple of us actually witnessed turning it off. Uh, you know, we turned it off to stop the water flowing from the urinal. So to have it turned back on. And when we heard a voice at the corner, we said, "Let's go over there to do an EVP experiment. EVP is for electronic mm. voice phenomenon experiment, where we try to record sound, ask questions, and then play back to find out if we capture any sound. We are about." to play you a very classified and confidential video that we will not release to public due to the sensitive nature of what the place that we are in and what we are seeing. But we want you to see, the first of all, this five minutes clip of what went down. And then we're going to focus on something that we have heard. So perhaps you guys who are listening into this, pay close attention to this five minutes video and let us know what you hear. At a point of time, we couldn't hear anything, but we captured it as an EVP. Mm. And when I showed this video to people, they said it's a class A EVP. Are you ready? Ready? Let's do Elvin, it. ready? Yep. Bring up. Get away. What happened? I heard a voice. It came on the back. Oh. Before I, I said, I don't know who's using it. You know. So. This is the valve that we turned off just now. It's back on again. When we came in, it was in it was this thing. So, who could have turned it on? Did you hear, someone said he heard voices? I heard something on the back. After you said you heard anybody use the toilet, right? Yeah. I heard something whisper in the back. Huh? I, I, I just said, gentlemen, who's using the urinal? No. And at that point of time, you heard a voice? Yeah. 
I heard again. I heard it. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. What's that? You heard it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard something. This one sounded a bit, a bit more. I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The phone, the phone changed. The phone changed. Fucking. Okay. Fucking. Okay. Okay. Getting goosebumps. Okay. Um. What about you? What about the prices? Are increasing? Are increasing? Hello. 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 If you're here with us, can you give us another sign? Okay, so no shit, right? This is what happened. <coughs> WJ came in and says, Gentlemen, who's using the radar here? Show yourself. And G heard a voice coming from the back end. It was like a whisper, like a like very yeah. quick whisper. WJ did not hear it, G heard it. We came in here and WJ repeated his question again and this time we heard, ah. heard it. Both of us heard it. At the very end. Yeah. And we reacted at the same time. No, we stopped it and we stopped it. But it turned it by itself. We turned it off. Yeah, we turned it off. We turned it off. Somebody turned it on again. The, the came down, we heard the water flowing again. Then we saw that the fire was turned on. This part? Yeah. This is where the voice came from, what? Spirits in this toilet, please give us a sign. Go to this device and say some say a word. Maybe we check out to other. That's not he asked you got the fact. All right, gentlemen. Gentlemen, okay. Gentlemen, does anyone want to give us any sign? Come on, waiting. Were you the one who flushed the brother? Were you the one who turned on the valve to you? You know. Anyone? They never come near us. They always away. Well, things happen when we are not. Yeah, when we are there, the voice is here. When we come here, it will talk. 
rights. Okay, stop. Stop the video. There was something that replied to us when we asked a question. Did you guys catch that? No. No. I, 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 mean, I mean, maybe because of the video quality, I, I didn't hear the whisper in the first place as well. Okay. All right. People who were with us on that particular expedition is also online tonight. Okay. Okay. Um, Elvin, could you play a shortened portion yeah. of the video, please? Okay. Can you hear it? Can no, hear shit. I cannot hear anything. Can't hear anything. Okay. It's so weird. Were you the one who flushed the But were you the one who turned on the valve to you know? You heard that? You heard that? Now, mm. two things that I'll bring to the table for you guys to dissect tonight. Mm. I'm not going to talk about the rest of the we saw the thing from the corner of our eyes <laughs> or the sound that we heard about. Question number one, how can a flush with a requirement of a valve that's turned off and on physically be turned on when we are not there? Number one. Number two, we caught a class A electronic voice phenomena when we asked, was it you who turned on the valve? And he goes, if you look at our video, none of us could hear with our hear our ears on the spot. It was only through playback that we had recorded and could find the yes. It was, it was very clear. It was only when we reviewed the audio as well as the visual that we could we could all hear it. On the spot, we did not hear anything. From our reaction, you could tell. We did not hear anything. There was no window. There was no door. It was a dead-end part of a toilet. The whole place was deserted. There was no sound that could seep in from outside in. The door, as you could see from the video, was there on the other end. There was only three of us there. Obviously, Gabriel and uh, Sonia was outside the toilet. Because it's so quiet, you know, when they talk, you could hear. But at the same time, I'm glad that they talked because when they spoke, you could tell the background sound from the yes. Because the yes was clearly on that spot itself. How do you explain okay. that? I, I, I don't have an explanation. Me. Super um, yeah, obviously not for me, but yeah, I, I need to listen to that again. But yeah. I, there is no doubt that uh, whatever story that you put on the table for tonight, I believe in, uh, mm. despite not knowing where the place uh, is. It's a public uh, toilet in an industrial area. Okay, uh, well, Singapore is not exactly just the size of a small town, right? So there's a lot of places with this kind of toilet, I bet. So, <laughs> uh, but does it, does the toilet give me a certain vibe? But I can't tell much from the video, but this looked more legit than the abandoned hospital video that we saw last <laughs> week. That I can say. Right. Okay. Um, I'm going to play the devil's advocate um, with the sound that you guys may have. Uh, and I haven't heard, I, have, I haven't listened to it yet. So I'm going to have to listen to it before I give any firm um, um, yeah. ideas in my head. I'm thinking, right, so the sound, yes, okay, which is what you guys are saying you're hearing. I'm putting it out there. It's obviously a bit of a functioning toilet. So there's water going through the pipes. Yes. Could that be the sound of water moving through the pipes further down in, in the toilet area? And what you're hearing is actually the hissing sound of a pressure change. 
Oh, okay. I, I give that to you that technically that may be possible. However, don't forget, this has been an abandoned building since 2007. Yeah. Right? And there was no one else around. There was no, like, guys on the third floor or second floor flushing the toilet and the water would run. There was zero movement until we were there. And in fact, when we arrived, there was no sound of flushing because obviously the people who left the place would have turned off everything, you know, to keep the place uh, from, from being hospitable. Yeah. However, there was still water in the water tank, and that was what was running through the the, the urinal. We arrived, there was no sound. Don't forget, mm -hmm. there was no one around, it was deserted. We could hear things from a mile away. But when we got out of the room, the valve was turned on. And we tried. Turn off, turn on, turn off. Turn. It was not a faulty urinal in the sense that even if we turn off, the water could run. It you turn it off, the main valve, it couldn't run. You turn mm. on the water ran. So the pump is spot, yes, but the valve is not. When we turn it off because we didn't want to waste the water, when we come back down, the valve, it required a physical movement, was turned from its off position to its on position. Mm. You know, plum plumbers would say that um, pressure change and everything can cause the valve to change. I'm thinking, again, I'm not a plumber. I know nothing about pipes or anything like that. Um, it would probably take really huge amounts of pressure in order to have that valve to actually yeah. turn that way, right? And yes. and and you guys would have heard it. Um, and if there's no running water through the through the um, the, the pipes, and all you're getting is a, like a like a gravity fed kind of like water tank water, mm -hmm. the 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 pressure should not be that much. So yes. I mean, I, I I can't explain that. Um, the only other thing is that someone turned it on, but then that would be casting aspersions to the people who are there. And, and you know, I don't think people, the people that you're with would do something like that. So, yeah. yeah. So, I, I was there and you usually have a super rational explanation from someone at least who turns to science or logic <laughs> as my first explanation. Yeah. Now, we didn't hear anything while we were there when we were asking the questions when we were doing these things we have our own personal experiences to draw upon but mm -hmm. it was only upon listening to the audio and then we decided you know what let's double check it and we went to the video and we heard the same thing mm -hmm. in in both sources of evidence i was supposed to be the super rational one and i'm hearing this in the audio and hearing it from the video what am i supposed to say i was there with the boys i heard it all it so this is what it was it was a it wasn't female it wasn't quite male i wasn't there anymore i had left the room so if anybody wants to say hmm. it could be a female it could be sonia you know what i left that area and it wasn't until we went back to the audio and we went back to the video that we heard it again gabriel and sonia's voice from the distance speaking outside it was a very distinct different in their voice and the yes mm. that we heard and we yeah. the video was live it was not edited we, we moved from that spot and you see there was no one else around and, and and while we were there nobody heard it we had moved out from that area everybody was moving on to the next you know the next spot but it was only upon revisiting the audio and then substantiating it with 
the video. What the hell did we just mm. Yeah, I really want to listen to this uh, audio now. I really want to do it. <laughs> yeah, so we got this, this uh, I, I felt was a... Okay, first of all, like I said, I could explain everything else the way. I cannot explain the turning on of the valve, mm. off and on, because mm. it requires a physical effort. And then when we ask a question, we get a class A EVP, very clear as day, a yes. You know, so to me, it's the entity that taking responsibility for the turning on of the valve. It wanted us to know that it's there. Mm. Yeah. So the question that I have is not even a question of whether is this the hantu or not the hantu. Clearly, we have um, cemented that science and probability could not have emulated what we have experienced. The question that I have is actually what kind of entity are we experiencing? Mm. And it's very... I find it very interesting that we're talking like, you know, you guys talking about a toilet, you got something in the toilet on the weekend when I was interviewing um, someone for a a, 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 um, a video interview, right? He mentioned to me, or I can't remember if it was him or his son, that the places with the most spirits are toilets. I, I mean, I have my own hmm. hypothesis, not based on science, but I have my own hypothesis. I, I'm interested in knowing what you guys think. Why is a toilet always haunted? maybe it's the whole idea that it's a place where people let go of waste right bodily waste um and for centuries and even till now there's an association between body waste and negativity so perhaps when people go there and they let go of the waste they let go a bit of their own negative energy and things come into that environment perhaps or the other aspect is that you know a lot of people say running water is what creates a electromagnetic charge and perhaps that's why spirits like to kind of gather there mm. I, I i don't know but toilets get a shit out of me i, I don't like I, no pun intended no pun intended no pun intended it was but I, totally intended. yeah <laughs> yeah but, but i guess somebody actually answered uh, quite well whereby uh, because toilet it's damp uh it's it's usually dirty i mean because like you say yeah. this is this is a place where where we where we um you know get rid of our poo our pee so it's it's generally a, a dirty place right so i guess uh not to say just ghosts or or, or, or spirits in general maybe jinns because it is mentioned in uh certain writing that jinns are attracted to, to places like this uh damn and dirty that's so, like, yeah, that, it yeah, was this particular it. area that had the most manifestation. It, it wasn't just this, it wasn't just this um, particular one. So it, it was quite, it was quite uh, shocking. Mm, yeah. Mm. So I, I think, I think like mentioned previously, the, the one of uh, somebody who, who mentioned it's, it's, it's dirty, it's wet. Yes, um, it, it was this particular area. We had gone to another one where we heard uh, footsteps on a metal roof. Uh, wow. Myself and two other people. And it, you know, me being me, I'm going to try and explain it with logic and with science. And could it have been a rat? But to have made that sort of heavy, thudding footstep sound, it would have to be a ninja turtle to make. <laughs> 
Okay, wait. Uh, the the whole the whole building itself it's abandoned uh, since uh two thousand and seven. Uh. Yeah, it's been abandoned for a long time. Okay. It's been abandoned for a long time. But the whole area, a little bit about a little bit of history about the whole area is that it was used as a army barracks. That whole area, it's a large area, used as army barracks. It was a POW detention mm. center as well. Mm -hmm. So you would expect it to be quite uh quite quite heavy mm. in that sense. But we were not prepared for I mean, come on, think about it. Small little me, leading a bunch of boys, going into this space, and then getting so many responses. Were we asking the correct questions? Were we in the right place at the right time? This is coming from me. Mm. So you are now saying that it must no, be No, no, the... I'm saying that there was a very big fat... Don't do it. Do not do it. Running across that room. I, so I think you said Ninja Splinter. What about the voice? What about the turning on of the toilet? What do you think that is? Uh, it must the be the water pressure. Water pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it must be the swamp gas. You know yeah, what? Yeah. You know what? When we ask our friends like what it must be, everyone seems to be very reluctant to say hantu. They go like the red jump on the valve, it turn on. It must be must the splinter. Oh. I think that we haven't even considered <laughs> that. Yeah, and a, a small rodent could have jumped on top of the Eugene. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I I will give you that if the rodent was a size <laughs> master splinter. <laughs> like look, I'm a big guy. I live weights. I'm fucking ripped, right? And it yes. takes me a bit yeah, of effort. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all believe, we all believe. <laughs> right, right. It takes me a bit of effort to twist it up. If a rat, a normal I give you a triple size fat as rat and jump on it, it would not have. You know, I almost wish that soon one day we can all be in the same place and conduct a an investigation together i think that would be really interesting i would say yes to that but i know two of you are chicken fucking shit <laughs> yeah yeah sonia and 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 um elvin and Kim. i am not going to be the one stuck in the van you, you guys be like, that. yeah you guys be like four kilometers away and i said hey guys the valve just turned and you're like, yeah i'll take a word for it yeah, no risk. Thank, thank you. Bye. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, I think. Did you? I, I read somebody's ahead, comment and it said that it's an April Fool special cheat, uh, Gil. Now, did you know that the the whole story or the origin story behind April Fools is that it was a Junian calendar that switched over to the Gregorian calendar in the 1500s, and because that uh, the Junian calendar ended in March. People that still believed that the year had ended, had ended. And that's the origin of the joke. That if you believed that the year had ended in March, you're in April. Oh, uh, yeah. So stupid people. Like yeah. And April 1st is also not just my birthday. It's also Joseph Dicotta's wedding oh, anniversary. Hey. Oh, hey. Thank you very much. And I have a hypothesis. I have a yeah. hypothesis here. What's that? He whipped out a ring and he told his wife, Will you marry me as an April Fool's joke? And she said, Yes. And he goes, like, Oh, fuck. Yeah, geez, what am I going to do right now? Yeah. So he went but ahead that, with it. But that would not make me the apex predator. So that can't be true. No, no. I have another hypothesis. And that would be it was the easiest date to remember. Don't laugh. It was so easy to remember, right? Everything no. was <laughs> I, I I um I proposed to my wife because to me she's the most beautiful woman in the world. 
Oh, I, that I believe, but yeah. the choosing of Check the, to my daughter. the date and the timing <laughs> of it all—it was—it's the easiest date to remember. I'll never forget my wedding anniversary. Sonia, where, oh. what is what's the most important date for you? The last relationship, special relationship, whatever. The thirty-first of October. Right. See, people are taking all these easy dates. What about Kim? Kim, what, what what about yours? What's your date? Uh, my my date, my special date, or yes. the date that I remember. No lah. I mean, of course, the date you remember. No lah. The date you la. It's the date you. It's the most difficult to remember. Oh, uh, my girlfriend's birthday, which I'm not going to review it here. So Aww. I'm going to go with that. Like, I'm going to go with that. Right. Joe, when he say, "Oh my, you know, I I propose to my wife is because she's the prettiest mm. girl that I've never met." I'm going to say the same. Point market. Point market on this one. Yeah, yeah. of course. No, no, no. It's all. It's all for points. It's all for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my girlfriend. Anyway, just, I, I, I just wanted to continue, right? Because I, it, and this just shows, because what I'm going to say, um, I want to talk about the little thing that you guys might see in the top, um, oh, not top right yes, hand corner, please go ahead. Yeah. which is uh, um, a little thing saying, buy my coffee. Now, we, the, the, whole, the, the whole team, right? We don't do this for money. Um, as you can see, if we did this for money and we were consummate businessmen and businesswomen, we would be talking about this at the very beginning of the show <laughs> and not get so caught up in all the ghost stories and all the discussions. Yeah. Thank you, right? Joe. So, Thank you for pointing this out. Yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> I it's, forgot. It's, it's a yeah, great segue. It's a great segue because I, I only just realized this about five minutes ago. Go, oh, shit, we're meant to talk about this. Yeah. So basically, if you guys would like, you know, if you guys appreciate what you do, if you guys like what you see, um, Please, we'll just ask you to buy us a coffee on the right-hand side. You can go to that link. Um, so the link should say buymeacoffee.com slash live, and you can buy us a coffee, you know. Um, it's just a, it's a bit of a concept for you to show your appreciation. And you know what? You do not have to because we will still be creating awesome content for you to kind of enjoy. But this kind of work requires a lot of money. So basically, we spend a lot of money on equipment. We spend a lot of money on bandwidth. We spend a lot of money traveling and doing a lot of stuff. Um, we don't do this for money. We do it because we're passionate about this. We love yeah. cool stories. That's and we've all become friends. So It's, it's called a labor of love. It is very much. So you know what? I have never realized the statement, if you enjoy what you do, and, and if that's your work, you never work one day in your life, right? Because I feel like that when I do stuff for Supernatural Confessions. Yeah. It's awesome. So if you guys want to show your appreciation, please buy us a coffee. Click on that that's link right. and we'll be forever grateful. Joe, could you put a link on the uh, YouTube and Facebook, please? Because that's everything <laughs> everyone else is asking. And also, I actually, I will be honest with you guys. I'm not going to use the money to buy coffee. I'm going to use the money to buy alcohol. <laughs> just as, just they, don't have, they don't have... Yeah, they don't they don't have buy me wine or buy me Pringle, right? So, um, yeah, it's true. Um, how we started off for those of you who just joined us, um, supernatural confession started off with just a single belief that everybody's paranormal experience has to be validated. I don't care if anyone else believes it's true or not. What matters to me is that you went through it, you felt it, and you want to share it. God knows I've worn through two full years of harrowing experience. And all I want to do, just talk about it to someone who would listen. I didn't need the mm. fame. There was no money involved. I just needed to talk about it. Over time, we were doing this. And at first, it was easy. It was just 
you know, couple of one confession a month, two confessions a month. But as it stands right now, Kim is cutting podcasts full time. Three mm-hmm. audio confessions, talking to narrators, trying to put it together. One times know your hantu. We have a friend in life show. We have Joe trying to put it a dark tourism together, put it to a Bali trip where we're going to film this together. Us talking to Netflix, Amazon, um, Sonia running a tour on the ground. Alvin is, Alvin is a CTO, by the way. He's paid like gazillion amount of money. But <laughs> he's doing this for free for us. Like we mm. ain't paying him shit. I wasn't going to share with him. <laughs> yeah, no? I'm going to send you All, all Alvin now. has is my friendship, but he spends a lot of time posting up the the the, the short the, the clipped out videos for you guys, Friday Night Live, and the occasional Hantu Hantu Hunter. So we're not doing this for money. Don't get <laughs> us wrong. We're not mercenarial about that. But some of you have asked us, you want to support what we do, and we have just a place that you could, you know, make a payment, uh, contribute something. Uh, and Joe is in charge of that. So Joe yep. uh, has pinned the link on Facebook. YouTube is not there yet, but I'll just yes. copy and paste. It's, it's www. Sorry, it's a slash SC Friday Live. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Sharon, chair. Thank you so much. I love to SC bye, team. Bye, bye. I thing. wanna. I want to put in a bit, buy me a coffee. So it's buy me a coffee. Remember that uh, one day? Yeah, this is yeah, yeah one coffee. coffee. And this was yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I asked, coffee and bagel? What the hell are we doing on coffee and bagel? And then it turned out, I was wrong. And I don't know yeah. this stuff. For me, I'll be spending it on Teh Tarik, not on, on coffee. So I think Teh Tarik is more, more I, I think I think Sonia's journey from Sabawang to Tampines is really worth more like 10 cups of coffee already. <laughs> I, I, I want to say guy. Um, someone has already bought us three coffees. So thank you thank very you. much. Oh, thank you. And, thank you. Thank you. Um, and hopefully, I, I think I can read the name out because it's, I think it's just a, a, a one name. So it's Bosch, B-O-S-C-H. Thank you so much thank you, for Bosch. buying us a coffee. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, so I think we got all this out of the way. Again, if you are, if you have a story to share, if all is looking up for supernatural confessions, and I said, and I said this very sincerely, we only exist because you guys want us to exist. So if you one day the whole confessions just dry up, no one senses any more confession, there is nothing more to show you guys. I have nothing. We are not making any of this shit up. Every week we receive confessions and we produce it. You like it, you don't like it. It's not up to us. You know, it's really from the public, right? So sometimes people say, oh, it's not entertaining. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, our job is, I mean, hopefully you're entertained, but we're not making shit up to entertain you <laughs> per se, right? And confessions being the way they are, some may be good, some may be not so good, but that's what it is, right? So the one day confession stop. We are out of business. We are out of this, right? We're not going to do yeah. any fighting life show. So if you like to keep us going and you think you have friends or yourself, you you have something to share, please go down to supernaturalconfessions.com on the website. You will find three links, right? You can get us to Messenger, get us to WhatsApp, get us to, I don't know, so many different ways to share your stories with us. You can do yeah. it through audio, through text, through video. Why, why coffee? I, I drink the, tea. They are coming in now, guys. Carlos Cole. Don't buy me a coffee. Buy me a tea. Is this a name of the website? Is this a name of the website? It's like, oh, it's speaking like... of which, today's a little bit different because it's, you know, the, the founder of the page's birthday. We've gone topsy-turvy with the whole thing. You know what, Kim? I miss, I miss hearing you 
joke. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Fighter, can I hear uh, you, please? Uh, okay, uh, I can. Can before we go to the the highlight, right? Whereby okay. we're supposed to go to the confession. It's already almost eleven now. We have yet to listen to one confession. <laughs> but before <laughs> before we go to before we go to the joke, uh, I want to highlight somebody's notification. It's keep on popping up. So uh, is that a coffee? I do not know. It, it is. It is. Not, um, so... Can you guys hear it? Can you? Yeah. Oh, did it? Oh, okay. oh, so, so basically, it's via that link. So each time someone buys us a coffee, you're going to hear that sound coming up. Thank you so, so much, guys. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Thank you. And, and and I will I will mention the names after we go through our next yes. conversation. Sure. So we may not end at eleven thirty tonight, just so you guys know. Yeah. I think it's one of those extended yeah. versions of the show. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I know Kim, you're trying to say something. I just want to say something very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually am very on form. I'm very laser focused. But when Sonia walked in and surprised me with balloons and cakes and candles, it just threw me off. I was, I'm very bad with surprises. I, I don't take well to that. Especially when she brought a four, because I told myself I'm 35. What the hell is this four? <laughs> it could be 34. I, I wanted it to be interpretive. You take it however you want it. No, I, I would believe that. I said I see a two floating around Shut right there in the room. And then she goes like, on Intel. And, and, and then she goes like, Elvin. I this thought you said he was 42. And everybody's like, yeah, I mean, I was on street 42. I didn't mean he was 42 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so I was very distracted. I was very, very distracted. She, she <laughs> never phrased her question correctly. You know? yeah. hey, wait, wait. If uh, Sonia, if you put the two behind you, then Tula, right? You can see I'll on the screen. -ish. But no, I'm 46. I'm very proud to be the age that I am. I'm, I'm in great shape for a 46-year-old. So yeah. I, I've got nothing to be ashamed of. You know what's really, you know what's really frightening? Balloon cost as much as my age. Yes. What's the balloon? Oh wow! Exactly. Wow. Exactly. The balloon? My bottle of wine costs less than the balloons. Huh? Okay, so you guys are asking is are we at Eugene's place? No, we're not at Eugene's place. Eugene's place is very cramped. There will be no space for balloons. We are now at Elvin's house. <laughs> And I, I, very quickly, ladies, if you're looking for a boyfriend with a very stable job and a house, Elvin's the man to go to. Very big space. He likes watching Netflix. Okay. Over to you, Kim. Uh, okay. So, oh my God. Luckily, I prepared. Right? I didn't know any of this. So, I thought, like, oh, no, no need to joke for tonight. Lah. So, okay. Uh, the joke for tonight. What is the difference between a good secretary and a better secretary? And where's the shorter skirt? Ah, Okay. <laughs> Wow, good, okay. That was freaking fast, man. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not I mean, answer. I think the only reason I'm laughing to this is because I'm hearing the answer immediately directly across me. <laughs> but if I were at home, I think I mean, yeah. I might need a few more minutes. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, a good secretary, it's good morning, boss. Better secretary would be, it's already morning, boss. Oh! <laughs> I'm one of that secretary. Yes. Secretary yes. or secretary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, he said secretary. He didn't say what the gender was, right? So, yeah, I didn't say that. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. hey, man, of fucking sex, man. <laughs> Fuck, man. Talk about sex anytime, bitch. Okay, like, uh, okay. Good, good, good job, good job. Uh, do you have anyone for us? Put it at the end of the show. Next, let's go down to uh, this week's confession. Mm. We oh, no, usually we, we, have um, Elvin's, Elvin's yeah. uh, striptease. He's, he's cruising the yeah. internet, yeah. right? Cruising Elvin the told me that I will have a striptease party tonight. I, you're, you're the only one who walked in through the door, so I'm assuming you're a striptease. I am not <laughs> doing a striptease for you. Okay. 
All right. Uh, do we have? No. Do we have? Um, Alvin. Alvin's got a good one. Yeah. I tell you, uh, this Eugene uh, always send confession in like Thursday, Friday morning, and expect me to edit the whole thing. <laughs> Can anybody work in this kind of condition? I seriously do not know how anyone works under, under these conditions. <laughs> you know, one time he came in without any pants on. No pants. I mean, when you approach him and try to ask what's up, this is the face he gives you. Yeah, so I stay in Zambawan. And I think that perhaps Eugene doesn't know where Sambawang is. I mean, he's not familiar with the map of Singapore, perhaps. Because every time he introduces me, he says Sambawang as if it's another country. Another state in another country somewhere else. I mean, Joe stays in Perth. Kim is in Sarawak. I'm in Singapore. Sambawang is in Singapore. He doesn't know that? Hey Eugene, it's me, Alvin, and I'd like to lodge a formal complaint about the lack of fees being paid to me for time spent on doing supernatural confessions and your Tuesday shows. Uh, as you can see, you know, doing your shows have been extremely laborious, uh, takes up a lot of my time. I spent quite a bit of money, you know, getting the equipment that I wanted. And, you know, when we did our night trips, I had to buy my own stuff, you know, bring them there. And, you know, this has cost a bit of money to me. and. I'll send you a watch really soon. Um, expect maybe like a four-figure sum. Um, I hope to see it by you know, in by next week. <laughs> you know, you know. Once he came into work, completely drunk off his tip, dressed as Count Dracula. No. How are you going to take anyone seriously who's dressed as a Romanian vampire? How are you going to do it? I do remember the part whereby when he came in and, and he started drinking and got drunk and... Yeah man, I don't even know what he's talking about. And I, I thought when I first knew him, I thought he can drink very well. Well, apparently in that video, well, he's not. As you can see, his face. Alvin, zoom in on that shit! Alvin, zoom in on that shit! Going recce for uh, supernatural confessions locations is a hazard with him. Uh, there was this one time he wanted to try a fire extinguisher, what it felt like to remove the pin and deploy it, okay? And I was recording and maybe he didn't understand the force of it or something and <laughs> I stood there holding the camera filming it and I got powdered from top to bottom entirely in white I I stood there in shock I mean what kind of working conditions what kind of working conditions are these I don't know if I can keep doing this Happy birthday, Eugene. Um, happy 28, and may you forever be a 20 year old for the rest of your life. See ya. 
Happy birthday, Eugene. Thanks for having me Thank on the you. show. It's because of you that this page, that this community exists. It's because of you and your experience that everyone has a safe space to share their stories. And we want to take this time to appreciate what it is that you do for us, for me in particular, because we do so many things, but also because it's been so fun knowing you. I guess I'll see you somewhere in the middle of Friday Night Live. I wanted to say I did not meant any of those that I said earlier on. Oh, 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 ever oh, Joe made me do it. Nonetheless, Eugene, thank you very much for having us on the show. And um, I guess I wanted to say that this relationship that we had with the entire team, with the community, it would not have been possible without you creating this community in the first place, right? So I'm here wishing you happy birthday and hope all the good things come in your way in years and years to come. Hey Eugene, it's not very often that we have the opportunity to troll you like we do. So today is the 1st of, of April. Happy birthday, man. Thank you so much for giving us this wonderful platform, Supernatural Confessions, where people can come and share their stories and we all get to hang out together on a Friday night. Um, love you, man, and I hope to catch up with you soon. Hey, Eugene, so I want to wish you a happy oh, birthday. Babe. Hope all your wishes come true. We'll catch up with you soon. Take care. Happy oh, birthday, Eugene. May you have a wonderful year. <laughs> happy birthday to you Happy birthday to you Hey Eugene Happy birthday to you Wishing you on this special day Full of happiness, blessing and love <laughs> hey, Happy birthday Happy birthday, oh. happy birthday. Oh. oh my god <laughs> Fucking fucking dusty down here. Onions, onions. Who's cutting uh, onions? Stop it! Stop cutting onions, guys. Sonia, lah. Who's Sonia, lah? Yeah, Sonia cutting onions. Thank you, guys. Uh by the way, the stuff that they say online is all true. Oh, thank God he said it. Yeah, you do. Uh, you do. The invoicing is true, by the way. Yeah, yeah. We need we need a HR department. Oh, man. We yeah, need man. a HR department. <laughs> Just very quickly claims, before we go on, I'm going to read the the amount of stuff you guys have been so kind to us. I'm not going to read the amount that you guys have have the borders, but it's Bosch, Ibn Kwa, Carlos Cole, Joseph Tay, Saravadan, Shamli, and there's a person called someone. Believe it or not. <laughs> um, and we have someone, KS, Anan, Kenny Polaris, Deeps, Malcolm Chu, Candy Chia, Sally Sariman, Archie, someone wow. again. And, you know, you guys have done so. Thank you so much for contributing to our show. We will continue to do this for as long as we can. We, we love you guys. Thank you. Yes. And even from the Facebook live chat, you can hear from... There's so many people. There's Poochies. There's, there's Wes, Sharon. Sharon's mm. got a crush on you, by the way. And then uh, it's so many people wishing you. Chloe Chang, uh, wondering if she's if, if she's coming at the tail end. Yes, you have. You can re-watch it again on YouTube. But everybody else wishing you a happy 
birthday. So happy birthday. Well, thank you, everyone. I, <laughs> I, I really wanted to quit. Uh, birthday, decided to put it on Facebook, whatever, but uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, it, it means a lot. And uh, yeah, don't expect me to be nice after this. I'm still going to be the yeah. same. Uh, <laughs> Five still years, still gonna send me confession like Friday morning and then ask me to cut it, to finish it for Friday evening. Let's just go to the confession straight yeah, yeah. away. We, we got, let's do it. Thank you, guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> confession number one tonight is Ami's story. This one is confessed by H. Hmm. I wonder who that is. Okay. This one is narrated by Brian. Brian is one of our longtime uh, um, confessor and fan as well. Take it away. Ami's story. Hi, Eugene. My Ami story happened many years back in 1999. We were training overseas, and there's a segment where we needed to move out at night. We started at dusk and walked past an infamous area that was known to be haunted. As we were infantrymen, we walked along a road and stopped often as part of our maneuvers. I was quite sensitive to things and I smelled the intermittent scent of flower. I conveyed instructions to my platoon mates to remind them that if they smelled anything nice or bad, they should withhold their comments. I continued to smell the flower as we started moving into the vegetation. After that, I did not smell anything further. It was not till after training that we went back to Singapore that one of my men confessed that he saw something on the night of the exercise. After he heard my instructions, he thought nothing about it until we halted just before entering the vegetation, an area where it wasn't pitch black. He happened to glance up and he saw a kaka in white floating outside the vegetation. He was staring at the platoon as we moved into the vegetation. He was shocked, but quickly looked away and continued into the vegetation. Suffice to say, I smelled his presence, but my man saw it in his flu glory. Okay. All right, now, now they can. Now they can. Okay, um, classic Hantu Pontianak story. I mean, uh, Kim, what do you, you think of it? Because you're not from Singapore, so I just want to hear... When I'll satisfy one of you first. Okay, I, I, I just want to say something uh, about national service or uh, whatever you call it on over your side, you know, BMT. Uh, for us here, we might not have as much story anymore. It's because our national service has been had been stopped. Um, apparently, okay. our smart leader thinks that you know we don't need people to fight the, for the country. So apparently, that is not happening. It's either that or not enough money for everybody. Uh, so we don't have that many stories. Although a lot of our camps are at kind of like very secluded places and whatnot, right? But this, I would say, I bet it's a classic for a lot of Singaporeans, especially when you go to like uh, places like this. I mean, this this guy's this guy's place is not even in Taekong, right? So I, I I'm not putting. I'm not putting in the name Taekong for now is because we have a lot more powerful one from Taekong. So as for now, it's just that. As of now, it's just the confession just now. But if you ask me whether that is the the that is a good confession or not, I would say it's a very classic confession that a lot of people who went to yeah. national service would have tell the same story. Yeah. Mm, mm. mm. 
very short, very short, very sweet kind of uh, confession for me. I it's very straightforward. Um, that the confessor went uh, smelled something, but he did not see it until the yeah until the next person. The next person that according to the confession, the next mm. person actually saw it in full glory. Me and said that the person saw the kakak form, mm. except yeah. for the confessor. The confessor did not see it himself. He he saw he only smelt it. Yeah, there's a lot of stories coming from army stories and. Um, I think I want to share one if, you, if there's time. Kim, what do you, what do you think? Uh, what, what, time, what time are we talking about? We are, we are not having any time now. Just go. No ahead. time. No time. No time. Special. Special. Tonight special. Okay, so we're all going to watch the featured confessions after this, right? Because you're not going to end by 11.30 for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, story number one. Um, we're doing guard duty and I'm talking about first-hand experience here. Mm. We're walking down Doing our rounds in guard duty, and usually the the sing chiao that the new guy get bump in on the weekends. So I was doing weekends because I was selling my off days to buy over people's guard duty. I get like 50 to 80 bucks for that. People will sell their guard duty for 50 to 80 bucks, and I would buy it because stay in on Saturday, stay in on Sunday, and get 80 bucks. Why not? New guy was beside me, walking one round. Suddenly he stopped and he says, there's something there. I saw it. I, I looked at it where he was pointing to. I couldn't see anything. And then suddenly, he, and he fell backwards and he fell unconscious. Ah, shit, whatever. I don't know what to do. So I brought him back to the, 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 the bunk and I called duty sergeant, right? Say, sergeant, 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 my friend, uh, duty personnel, he, he fucking kept the tonic. I don't know what happened to him. Come down. So this was a 9 to 5 camp. So we don't have like stay-in personnel. So they come down about half an hour later. The guy who was on the bed was speaking like a very effeminate voice and talking about things in Malay, which I understood a little bit, but I, not, I don't understand everything. Mm. Sergeant came down, started praying for him, pressed his finger, mm. and started chanting, chanting, chanting words from the, um, the, the Quran. And then suddenly, mm. I saw, right, with my eyes, there is a distinct mist-like structure or mist-like form that came off his body through his face and up his head outwards. What? And understand that this was in early, late 1999. I was not into supernatural confessions yet. I was just like any one of you guys, right? And I saw that, but it meant nothing to me. And later on, when we started sharing stories and the guy who got up and says, I saw a white cloth on a tree. I look at it closely and then the white cloth turned to me and I saw a face with a long hair. And when I was pointing out to you, the thing flew towards me and I lost conscious. I was in the back seat of my car, of, of my body, trying to regain conscious when the entity is trying to take over my body. Yeah, and that thing that grows out of the body, later on I realized, is where the spirit removes itself. That's one story. Second story from army. And all I'm talking about just first-hand experience or like two degrees of separation, right? Hmm. The other one is at Salita Camp. Guard duty as well. One, This is during the old days where you are supposed to sign into the guest book. Walk towards a power station and a Lao Chao was telling this new guy, don't look up. Whatever you do, don't look up. Hmm. Sing Chao goes there, 
Lao Chao says, okay, you know what? You go there, you sign, you come back out quickly, okay? Then Lao Chao is not going to walk there. He's just going to stand away from the place. The power station. The guy goes there, saw the book, and thought to himself, okay, what? Sign off? What do you mean by don't look up? He looked up. And he okay. saw a head with no jaw looking down at him. Army story. Evergreen. All these are very classic stories passed down from generation to generation. So I'm quite sure along the way they will get mixed up. So, yeah. Uh, that's why we asked for army stories last week because these yeah. are the evergreen stories. These are the ones that are going to continue coming in because year upon year we have our boys go through this, um, these experiences. Hmm. Yeah. Surprisingly, the last episode of Incredible Tales that I watched, it was about army camp story as well. I suddenly now remember. Hmm. Okay. Uh, 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 Joe, uh, how, how about in Australia? Is there, is there any, any stories that you have heard? Uh, something similar to this? Uh, Joe, you are muted, Joe. It's because I was typing, so I don't want to say yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, first off, we, we don't have conscription in in, West, in in Australia at all. So I, th I think we used to have it a long time ago, but we don't have it anymore. Um, okay. But I think it has to be the culture of it because where there are certain ghost stories associated with some of the army barracks in Perth um, or in Australia in general, right? I don't tend to hear a lot of army stories, you know? Mm. Um, and, and I really think it is a part of the of Singaporean and, and, you know, and you would say Malaysian cultural landscape that ghost stories are just a big feature of national service. You know, when when uh, I didn't do NS because I came to Australia when I was very young and and and, and I got citizenship here, but I think I was quite petrified. I was more petrified of the hantu stories that I've heard about NS than the NS training in itself. <laughs> yeah, you know, and 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 the quintessential NS story is that I prayed that I didn't get to Takong because I yeah. knew. That, that fate and destiny would land me on that one bed that shakes <laughs> at night. I, I, I just knew it. And my cupboard would be the one with the door that opens like this every night. Ah, <sighs> nah, nah. No, I, I've heard stories. I mean, you don't even have to say Takung, but even on mainland Singapore, there are bunks where, you know, out of the blue, you'd have a like an opening built into the wall just above a bunk. And it was said to be an uh, an exit, like a safe exit type thing, and nobody would sleep on that upper bunk. But oh, did you, right. Have you heard that story? No, I know. Yeah, so I, I've heard that story. So I'm, I'm going to go chase that story down, and we'll see what comes of it. You know, I've okay. several podcasts online, right? And funny thing, sorry, I, I cut you off, um, Kim. No. But, but, oh, but, but, the, the, but there's this thing where in this very popular um, podcast on, on Spotify, apparently bunk beds have so much of stories associated with them. Bunk beds. Mm. 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 Don't know why. Bunk beds. You, you try and look under the bunk bed. Okay, Pase Laba Camp. Okay. Someone's asking about Pase Laba Camp. What's this? Um, who is it? Pase Laba Camp? Uh, Fox Fool. Okay, Pase Laba Camp. Suspect. Trading ground. Fox Trot Company. True story, yeah? Bunk bed. Okay. Woke up one night. Thought my bed was shaking. I looked down. Thought my my body was sleeping. I looked in front. It was a headless entity in long force shaking my bed. That's what I saw. I 
I prayed, I slept, I went off the next day. Nothing happened. Now, anyone who's a skeptic can say, imagination, you're tired, whatever. That happened. Okay? But I had no proof, I had no evidence. I can only mm. tell you what I thought I saw. Mm. Mm. Okay, once again, uh, for those for those <clears throat> that are listening, if now whatever stories that we are telling you, whatever experiences that Eugene is sharing it with you, if you it, it, if it triggers part of your memory of your story, again send it to us. So okay, so then then we shall continue. So let, let, let's let's move on with the. Shall we play the the second confession or shall we continue with this with this story? <clears throat> oh, up to you, up to you, Akim. Uh, uh, you have to take over. Girl. I'm losing yeah. my voice. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Finally, I get to take over. Now I gotta say shit about Eugene that he cannot answer. Yeah, yeah. He's got no voice. He can't do anything yeah, about it. Right. You okay? You, I can I can renege whatever I said in the video. This now I use you. I tell you this. Eugene, you say again. Oh you say again. He can't say anything back. Send video Thursday and then expect me to finish it by Friday with subtitles or more. No. Ah, uh, yo. Then after that, I said to him, ah, you don't update anything, no. He don't say yes, no, like that. How to work? And, and then, and then, condition. you know what? He he asks you to go and upload on YouTube, but you have no credentials to upload to YouTube. How to do? You, no you, access, right? You have no access. <laughs> no access. Joa, Joa, that is Joa. Yeah, nothing, Joa. nothing at all. You go upload, upload what? <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay, now let's let's go back to the first one. Okay, I we, we did not hear anything from from Sonia. Sonia. Hey. What about what about uh, uh what about stories of uh, army stories? So have you so, yourself experienced any? So I I have been speaking to people uh ever mm. since I've come on the show, uh I have been approached by friends who are in the army, and last week that's why I asked for army stories because I've heard so many, and possibly also because I urbex the way I do, these stories resonate more with me, you know, in in places like these. So, uh, if you have more stories, please share either on the page, Supernatural Confessions. The community is there at the private page. Or you could text Eugene, you could private message me, and we will be happy to come down, film it, listen to what you have to say, and feature it as well. And of course, not just the army stories, any stories that you have. The only thing about doing thematic uh, I mean, doing it thematically is that it's a little bit more organized. But otherwise, the other thing to look out for is we will be having more walks. So we will be having more walks. And if you're interested in joining us on these walks, these are paid walks. Um, if you are interested in joining us on these walks, please drop me a message. We have a private group ready for your for our broadcast to bring you to these places, as well as something very intriguing in the pipeline i can't say more about that just yet but look out for it uh things are moving in a very interesting manner i'm gonna clear my throat right now <coughs> okay so i back. <laughs> you see, if, you, if you need to say something say in the shortest form ever that you can think of cannot, cannot. Whatever I say, I will still cannot plug one. No, no, there's no way. Nothing you just say can be right. So I don't gonna say anything. I just really <laughs> not say anything. Okay, okay. anyway, let's go to sit to the next confession. Yeah, but but before we go to the next confession, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna pick this um uh, comment by Eric. Eric yeah. the uh, Eric commented on Facebook saying that there is this uh there is this iconic one from Tekong. A recruit woke up in the middle of the night, sat up on his bed, and looked out of his mosquito net. 
He saw a little girl running towards the bed and picked up the bowl. She pointed at the recruit and said to Grandma at the far end of the bunk, say, Granny, this one not yet sleep. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, then this is a classic. I, I heard it, I've heard it, but a different version. But when I, when I heard it, I, I don't know why I think it's because of the language. Uh, it creeps me out a lot more than in, in English. Okay, I try, yeah. Uh. See ya. Uh. Um, a little girl running towards his bed, pick up the ball. She pointed out a very good and said to the grandma at the far end of the bunk, saying, Popo. Oh my goodness! I if 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 I saw the little girl coming for the bow and tell the grandma I haven't slept, I I I I don't know what to do, man. I was that when I say what put it I think that's the kind of story that your sergeant will tell you to get you to sleep. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. So, uh, yeah, but, but uh, again, th- this is a different story that I heard. Uh, I, I, I heard the one that I heard, the setting was in a dome instead of in Takong. So I heard it in a dome. So, yeah, I guess I guess just our discipline teachers want us to sleep earlier, like, I guess. Yes. Okay. So it's 11.24 now. <laughs> this is about the time we say goodbye usually. Mm. Yeah, right. So... Um, okay, should we go ask the people whether they want the second confession, then we talk about it later, or we should just talk about this now until later yeah, we come back. We only have six minutes. Let's just talk about it. Keep talking. And oh, then, okay, you okay. know, after everybody goes off to YouTube, watch us that. Come back. Don't forget to come back. We've got a lot more in store. Yeah, come back in store. It's only, it's only about 11 minutes uh, confession, so you guys can come back here. Yeah, 11 minutes. It, it's it's going to be worthwhile, so go and watch it 11 minutes. You can actually, you can what you can do is actually you open up another tab, then the other tab, you go and watch the interview. <laughs> and on on this tab, we will keep we will keep silent as much as possible. Uh, huh? except, That's not possible, bro. Get, get, a pee, get a pee break <laughs> behind the scenes. not possible. Yeah. yeah. Except, except Eugene clearing his throat. Uh, huh? So you got to <laughs> give him a bit of time. He needs to clear his throat. He, need he to, needs to stop smoking. That's why. He needs to snort <laughs> a bit. So yeah. So that 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 will only be the, the sound. Uh, huh? So um, yes. Uh, okay. If not, I'll tell you a little bit about what it's up next in the confession that you guys got to hear okay. after the interview. Okay. The second confession that we have, it's supposed to be the loop. Is that correct, Elvin? Yeah, the loop. Okay. The, the loop. loop, why I, the, loop why, yeah. the loop. The loop. As in, you need loop to have sex if you have a yeah. talk. No, so, that's, okay, that, that's what he meant. Lubrication. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Wrong. I had to ask. I think Looper was that Bruce Willis movie, right? Well, loop. not everyone needs loop, so. The loop. Yeah, if you have a small yeah. cock, you don't need loop. <laughs> I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there, but, but it's the loop. Not lubrication. It's the loop. Okay, the loop. Okay. Loop. So, for, me, for me, this is actually something that I, I don't think that I've come across. I, I've never really read or hear this story before. So something happened to the confessor. Friend, actually. Something happened to the confessor's friend. Okay. So it sounded like as if the friend appeared in another loop instead mm. of the dimension that the confessor or all of us is in, you know. So uh, but you gotta you gotta listen. And it has something to do with the Singapore's Devil's Band. 
What's the devil's bend? The, the devil's bend. The devil's bend. Yeah. Devil's like bend. a road. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that is a road in Singapore, right? Yeah, devil's there bend. Is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Devil's bend. Yeah. Or in Chinese, it's called 991. Nobody answered. Okay, great. So, okay, so... Ben. That's not... I understood Devil's Ben and that was enough for me. The moment <laughs> I asked, is, is it one? nobody answered. Thank God. I do not know what happened. Okay? So, no, what was was yeah, that, that might be another loop. Uh, but, okay. So, it has something to do with that. That is that is another one. Okay? Then, uh, we're going to have a Know Your Hantu whereby it's a special episode of Know Your Hantu. So, you guys stick around for that. Yes. Oh, you said you won. It's not uh, Devil's Band, is it? Okay, Desmond just corrected <laughs> me. So, what is it? What is it? I I don't know because Desmond read it in his in his I'm, narration. I'm, I'm, ah. I'm, I'm half Chinese, but I have no clue what the hell you just said. You said you won. It's ninety nine band. I I do not know whether it's a position in Kamasutra. Joe, did you, or not, did you get I hope that? Not. Did you understand? Is it something on yeah, I don't know. I don't so know. All, all, of people, all of you need to be. All of you people need to prove how Chinese you are. <laughs> I only know four twenty band or something. Ah, okay, okay. Ah, I don't want to go there. Ah, okay. Then know your hand Then after that, the last one will be actually it was the name was changed. I do not know. Uh, or the description had been changed. So it's something. It has something to do with teleportation. Yeah. Again, it's nothing to do with oh. seeing whatever Eugene uh, saw earlier on. Someone said that 99 bands refers to South Buena Vista Road. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, is, that, is. that is the devil's band. That is the right, devil's band. Right, right, right. There, okay, there, right. It, oh, I know. It, it's famous. Wait, Chop. So, is 99 band the devil band? Yes. Some of us That's believe it is to be so, some of us believe it to be not true. But if someone says 99 Ben is in South Bonavista, then yes, because South Bonavista is a road with a lot of hairpin turns. Okay? Oh, okay. very windy. It is not 99 Ben, but we just call it 99 Ben because it sounds more ominous. Uh, truth and, is, it, and it seems to go on forever, doesn't it? Yes. The truth is, many accidents have taken place in that spot. And also, that spot, 99 Bands or Devil's Band, whichever you want to call it, is right the road that leads towards Vigilante Drive, which Sonia will tell you Vigilante Drive is the place where Vigilante Drive, the war <laughs> happened and a lot of people died. He suddenly springs this upon me. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. So it's 11.30, boys. Okay, so yeah. Uh, yeah, so last last question. So the the that is where F one used to happen, is it? No, no, no. F one no, is very there. far from here. But people would oh drive goodness. down a road very recklessly. Myself included, when I was young, twenty year old gentleman, in a very gentleman, 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 invoke spirits. Okay, there is a road that is very windy. Back in the nineties and early two thousand, we all watch um, Initial D. There's mm. a lot of windy roads. So mm. we'll take that road and we'll think we are a character in initial D. Mm. A lot of accidents have happened. People have said ah. they've seen spirits. That road is very, very dirty. There's oh. a lot of confessions that came out from buildings around the area where it's haunted. I will tell you more about that after the confession that you guys are going to watch on our YouTube page. We'll be here till I think 12 o'clock, maybe even more. 
Yes. See you back here. Go so, watch that first. Yes. Okay, everybody, we have uh, Eugene already pinned the feature story on Facebook. Yes. For those on YouTube, open up another link. Then obviously you will see the YouTube channel. Go and watch the interview first. We will watch it then, with you there. Then come back here. Come back here. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. All right. Uh, we are now back on the well, live show. Come back. I hope we'll you went back. to pee, have a snack, whatever it is that you need to do. Uh, as promised, we are still here. We're still going to talk about two more confessions and one special um, Know Your Hantu. And uh, okay, so just a little bit of um, a, a discussion or just a little bit of words for the interview that you, that you watched just now. That is actually Jade, uh, the wife of the uh, medium. Is that the word for it? Medium? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Medium. So the husband is the medium, whereby he has a lot more uh, interesting stories that we're going to put up for next week's content. So hmm. stay tuned for that. But we're going to come back with that in next week's um, confession so as for now we're gonna go straight into the second confession shall we yeah let's go ahead All right. people are saying that we are sleepy are you guys sleepy let me know no i'm not no totally not. <laughs> oh that's that's pizza on the way okay <laughs> i have to teach tomorrow morning but you know what this is more important all right so we're gonna go straight to the second confession elvin Look by Wen Fu, voiceover by Desmond. Look by Wen Fu. Recent postings of archival accounts of NUS Bukit Timah campus hauntings remind me of my own experiences as an undergrad at NUS Kenridge campus in the 1990s. Urban myths are part and parcel of varsity folklore, which in the pre-social media years was a crucial cog in fostering campus identity and culture. Those of us from that era will fondly remember the infamous South Bona Vista Road, also known as 99 Bands, 991, Gautakawan. Westies will call it their version of the notorious old Upper Thompson Road, Devil's Bend, the old Grand Prix track. To the uninitiated, it's a forested road linking NUS and UH with the West Coast Highway. It got its nickname because it is continuously winding and has three hairpin turns which were responsible for numerous accidents. Overall, it's one of Singapore's trickiest roads to navigate through. There aren't many documented stories about this road, but amongst NUS freshies in the 90s, many creepy stories circulated. One particular tale spooked my cohort the most as it purportedly happened to our friend the story went that if you are either inebriated or just too tired, it's best to avoid this road and take the detour instead via Clementi Road or Lower Kentridge. Of course, being young, foolish, thrill-seeking undergrads, trust them to heed warnings. Lah. Consequently, there were victims who reported feeling very confused and lost driving up this road, particularly late at night, as if the road did not end. Some reported hating people who simply vanished. A theory alleged drivers in aberrated state that is unfocused would inevitably drive into an alternate reality for a long time before escaping. So one night, it happened to our friend. She was supposed 
to turn up for a group meeting late at night outside LT13 Arts Fact, but failed to do so. Note that in the 90s, mobile phones weren't available and her pager went unanswered. We became worried as midnight approached, nearly two hours later, but there was still no sign of her. One of our project mates joked that if he were to enter the lecture theatre, the LT, and turn off all the lights, she would somehow show up as she had a knack of surprising friends. He went in, turned off all the lights, emerged from the lecture theatre and was about to close the door. When we heard a loud click, all the lights in the lecture theatre turned on by themselves. We stared at each other, ashen-faced, and quietly called it a night. Next morning, I had no lessons, so I only learned of it much later. Apparently, she did turn up at Lecture Theatre 13 and claimed that she met all of us inside the Lecture Theatre, had a fruitful meeting till midnight, when suddenly all the lights in the Lecture Theatre turned off by themselves. She claimed everyone thought it was a blackout, but she managed to turn all the lights back on as she was closest to the switches. To back up her claim, she presented her notes and they matched every detail that my group had discussed. She was fully cognizant of all decisions we made in her absence. And best of all, she claimed that she had driven up South Bonavista Road, but the journey took forever. As if she was stuck in a loop, but somehow she made it on time. I'll leave it to your imaginations to figure this out. Welcome back to Supernatural Confessions. Today is a special, special day. Usually we end at 11.30, but today we're going on to God knows how long. Um, I, I, I would love to give you some excuse, but actually it's my birthday, so we have a lot of in-between time. It's your birthday. Yes, thank you so much for being with us. So for those of you who are still listening in, Thank you for being part of this whole journey. Uh, you may see the pin post on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Joe, if you could put it on YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, that, uh, it says, buy me coffee. That's a lie. It's buy me <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> yeah. So if you like, if like what we do and you think you want to support us, again, once again, we don't make a single cent from any of this. I make, I, okay. Disclaimer, I make a little bit of money from YouTube. It's like $200. That's it. Yeah, but it's all pumped right back into the production, the yeah. equipment, the amount of money required to run this. It is a labor of love. That's what everyone... Yeah. So, um, some of you have asked us that you would like to give us a donation and I felt I needed to make it in such a way where it is accountable. So, if you want to give us a donation and you like what we do, you enjoy spending Friday night with us, click on the link. Give buyers a coffee. We'll take the money by buy, buy, buy wine, actually. Okay, so we have a couple of more uh, interviews to do tonight, our confessions to do tonight. I, I trust that you guys have watched Jade's confession. This is part one of part two, because in part two, we interviewed her husband, who is the Ooh. spiritual practitioner. And I was there at her at Changi, old Changi Hospital, where they're calling out the spirits. Okay? Mm. Um, right. I know that our community consists of skeptics, not so skeptics, believers, and very much believers. I think what you find on Spanish Confessions is a what we present to you is what we have discovered. 
you take it as you see fit. Okay, supernaturalconfessions.com is the way you get in touch with us. But for now, let us discuss about confession number two. Okay, so uh, a little bit of highlight about what happened in the confession number two is um, they're supposed to have a late meeting at night, right? Okay. Yeah. The confessor is waiting for this particular friend, which he did not name it in the story. So then after that, the friend did not show up. So back in those days, there were no phone like how we have today. Right? There's no That's WhatsApp. There's no go downstairs and, and use the pay phone. Yeah, right? Yeah. And, and the, the only way to get to another person is either through landline or for those who are more privileged, you will have a pager. I mean, I, don't, I remember I don't have one. So um, that the the pages is unanswered, so they'd have no other way to contact this friend that is coming, right? Then after that, they they say the friend did not show up, so they say okay. Then one of the friend actually keyed and say, oh, we're gonna turn off the light, and then she's gonna appear, right? So they turn off the light, and just like in a <laughs> very very short while, the lights were turned on back on. Then they kind of like freaked them out, so they left. So then until that. The next round, when they met the friend, the friend actually said that she was there at a meeting. And then she said whatever they discussed mm. was actually in precise detail of what they discussed that night. But they did not, they did not see that girl there. You know? Pizza. But actually someone, that she, she actually said that she was there. So where, 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 where is she? Who did she? Who did she meet and... How, how, okay, if you say, you know, it, she's hiding somewhere, but she said she had a fruitful discussion with all the rest of the friends. Yeah. How? Okay. I want to hear it from Jovis. <laughs> Give me always the hard questions first. Huh? Look, <laughs> like, it meant to, this story was so freaking weird. Like, I had to think about it. Like, the, the thing, old, I, I do the easy yeah. stuff, I eat. Yeah, the only explanation that I can offer as an alternative to it must be the hantu is that, that this is... lady would have wait, wait, wait. imagined, thought, had a had a dream, um, you know, hallucinated that that had actually happened. The problematic thing is the freaking notes that she had. Yeah, that matched up. With the notes that her, her mates, I, <laughs> I mean, it, I, I can't turn anywhere with this one, bro. Yeah. I can't turn anywhere with this one. So, so you were saying that the girl might be imagining, uh, 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 putting up all this with imagination and think that that is yeah. she actually it's not there. She was just all imagining all these things. That's that's the only. That's my only weak explanation for this story because this story is so weird i mean where do you go with it yeah but you obviously you we don't have explanation how the the notes are match right i mean you could say she was in a fugue state she was in an altered state of consciousness sure she did the the study and then notes happened to coincide but that also sounds like a pretty far out explanation mm. right what what is the what is the coincidence that they're in the notes match up like that. Um, and then the coincidence of the light coming. So it just sounds really strange. Yeah. And this is not the first time that I've heard about time slips and like, you know, like things happening in parallel. Not the too first much time of a that. coincidence, isn't it? Mm, mm. Certainly. What, what, what do you think, Sonia? 
Yeah, it does sound like it's too much of a coincidence. Um, you know, I've one of, I'm one of those people that have always taken a stance where it cannot be the H word, but it does not mean I don't believe. I've had my own experiences, but just because my own thought process always goes towards the rational and, and the logic, it doesn't mean that I don't believe. If it happens, it does. You know, that, that's just what it is. And if it cannot be explained, it's just a field of science that hasn't discovered that science hasn't discovered yet. Sure. And, and that's always what I fall back on. It's a difficult one, this one. Yes. I don't know. There's so many ways there's so many ways to look at this particular confession. Um none of it can be decided definitively with uh um sight tonight, right? Um signs, not signs, pseudoscience. But the point is she experienced what she experienced. And to me, right, knowing what I know about the supernatural. Now, again, not to say that my knowledge is exactly what she had experienced. Do I subscribe to alternate um, reality? You guys have watched past experience. You guys know past um, live show. Do I believe that someone might be forgetful? Lord, I am forgetful. Mm. I fabricate my own reality. And there's a fact because I don't remember the, the very minor stuff I do. And when I'm asked and I'm tasked, to relate what I've done, and hmm. but to some people that's a big deal. That's a and that makes or breaks the entire fucking convention. So looking at her confession, I mean, there's too many ways to look at it. But my point is, there are. I'm not leaning towards a side of science. No way am I doing that. There are so many things out there that science have not yet understand, not yet proved, and scientists themselves will agree as much. They do not disagree. That's it. Science is young. Science is 300 years old. We have not discovered everything. Mm. Religion is more than 2,000 years old. The Religion science of... is even older. Younger. Older. They've been trying for so long. Uh, okay, never mind. We'll talk about that later. Right? We're talking about Christianity is 2,000 years old. But there are other religions beyond Christianity. I mean, you're talking about science, right? Sonia, you're talking about alchemy. Mm. Right? You are right. In a manner of science, yes. they have been, everybody since the dawn of time Correct. has been trying to prove it Yes, using... Uh, apothecaries have existed even before. You, you know, it's like natural science, right? Natural, using herbs and stuff like that have existed before even religion. I totally agree with you. So, yes. so the point is, the minute we go into such discussion and we mm. bring religion in, then we have closed off a lot of discussion. Yeah. But at the same time, when we we speak about non-religious matter and ask people to come into the discussion looking beyond mm. religion, it is a very, very dicey topic. Wicca, the, the term Wiccarism, you know, witchcraft has existed before religion even. So, yeah. you know, in the belief in nature spirits, uh, it, you know, even, even taking of an herb was considered witchcraft at at one time, and that superseded, preceded religion even. So, does that all come under supernatural? At that time, it was supernatural because they didn't understand the science of it. But now it's an accepted science. So, how far, how far more do we go into the future before it becomes an accepted 
logic and science. I think as long as you follow the where the money is, you can find. Are we talking about the big pharma now? No, because if I'm a if I'm a scientist <laughs> and I have found yes. irrefutable evidence of the supernatural, but I know that if I put it out there, I will lose my tenorship. I will lose my reputation. Would I then want to do it? Yes, this was a, re a recent discussion we had. It's about what is every other week, right? Yes. And so the, my point is, if a scientist says, I mean, when we look at the last 50 years, the evolution of science and discovery of science and understanding of reality is parabolic. Mm. Somehow it plateaued. If you do not believe in the, what the masses believe today, Sonia Corona, you are a heretic. You, right? Oh, we, are, we are also at an age where so many things are plausible simply because the amount of knowledge and access to the internet that is available to us. I mean, if you look at the kind of discussions that are taking place all, all over, anything is possible. I, I want to say, say I cannot imagine the four of us sitting together and we're going to have a five-hour long kind of discussion. <laughs> Just the yeah. two of you now sitting there, you already have endless discussion, <laughs> leaving me and Joe out of the entire live I'm show. I'm sorry. I cannot imagine the four of us, well, uh, the five soon, of us, sit down together and go to do this. Okay. So no need, no need to sleep. <laughs> Let's go back to that that confession. I'm sorry. Right now, okay. So can we all agree that there is just something in this confession that we cannot explain? There is just science. For today, uh, the science as of today cannot explain things inside it. Yep, for sure, we, for sure. All, I agree. We all agree that. I agree. Wasn't it too long ago that people thought the Earth was flat? It is flat. Science, science was as old as 20 years old. Sonia. We're going back, we're going back. Religion is way longer than science. Flat, Sonia. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that science is not important. my face with pizza. I'm not saying that science is not important. I'm saying that science is young and science will take some time. To catch up, to believe and religion and so many things. Mm. You know what? You know what? You know my my takeaway. My takeaway is if there's no middle ground and everything is black and white, supernatural confessions won't exist. It would remain on the fringes of society the way it does now. Okay, what's okay. the next? Over to you, Kim. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, see ya, you guys. Uh, uh, this, this, uh, this is why this is why we don't do show after eleven thirty, yeah. This is the second time we do shows together after uh, eleven thirty. Yeah, exactly the same. Thing, the same, same way. As the first one. It's the same. It, it, it becomes an ask me anything session. I, I, I'm 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 just gonna say um. Um, yeah. Charmaine goes, I'm getting Halloween flashbacks. Oh. Um, the clerk says, Mabot Liao, haha, it's Halloween again. I'm not drunk. I yeah, I, I can attest to that. He's sitting across okay. me. He's right. not drunk. He's okay, not okay. Drunk. All right. So, I, nonetheless, we're going to move on. It's already past 12 already now. Okay. Uh, it's, it's Holy moly. It's, it's Over to you, Kim. You you be you be the, the lead. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's it's, do it. It's such a wrong time to bring this in, but I I just gotta put it in because I do not know what's gonna happen, right? So, um, to our Muslim friends watching this, are you sure you want to do this right now? <laughs> the, the, 
If, if you can see is... what he's doing, he's pouring himself a glass of uh, another yeah, glass the next, of wine. Yeah, the then next you one... wish everybody Slamat Ramadan. Jesus, the next one, are you already came up for that? What am I supposed to do, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go. So uh okay, the holy month of Ramadan <laughs> is gonna start uh Sunday. Started, started. Uh no no, five no minutes, Sunday Sunday five minutes the, the day, in already the the day after the day after uh, which is tomorrow la. technically it's tomorrow which is uh, on on Sunday it's is now now it's twelve o five Sunday but today Saturday Saturday la. Oh, we yeah, do show on Friday uh, yeah ay ay tomorrow tomorrow so I do not know who who is young now okay no, so I, for those you know, okay. I, for those that is celebrating, for those that is going on, <laughs> going on a going on a uh, uh, fasting <laughs> fasting period, we would like to wish you guys a, a, a good a good practice of of uh, holy month of Ramadan. Um, selamat be a, selamat uh, berpuasa. Selamat berpuasa. Uh, it's going to be a challenging month, but remember why do you do it, lah? Huh? Okay, so because of that, I've met a very special weight loss. Wait, I do it for weight loss. Uh, okay, you didn't do it for weight loss. Um, I I've actually made a very special know your hantu for Ramadan special. Okay, mm. so this is to our Muslim friends whom I have a little bit of questions, and also to those that are non-Muslim. Yeah, uh, watch this and let's talk about it after. So you, uh, Elvin, Eugene, Bula, Elvin, take it away. The holy month of Ramadan for our Muslim friends is just around the corner. Hence, in this special episode of Know Your Hantu, we are going to talk about 10 Iblis or devils in the belief of Muslim that are chained during the holy month of Ramadan. According to their religion, jinns and devils are chained and locked away during the holy month, yet there are still sightings and possessions that happen among the community. But why is that so? This might answer a small part of their doubt. Some writings mention that it is actually not the entire army of jinns and devils who are chained and locked up. However, it is only their leaders that are kept away while the battalion is still roaming freely. So how is it different in comparison to a non-Ramadan day? This army would be directionless and without focus seeing that their leader is locked up. Well, here are the 10 higher ranking devils that are chained and locked in the darkest, deepest part of the ocean. Number 1. Iblis Laknatullah himself or the Satan. Number 2. Zalitun, an expert in luring humans to be stingy among the needy. Number 3. Wathin, getting humans to have negative thoughts about God. Number 4. Akwan responsible to lure leaders or kings to become arrogant and treat people of their kingdom malevolently. Number 5. Hafaf, the one to get human to drink themselves silly with alcohol. Number 6. Murah, to cause human to neglect relationship with God with music, entertainment and gossip. Number 7. Masood, the one causing human to hate each other through gossip rumors and slender. Number 8. Darsim, responsible to cause crack in marriages and sexual sins. Number 9. Halawan, creating doubt in human themselves especially when they are praying or doing God's work. And number 10. Halus, leading people to believe in animism. Remember, holy month may be near and these higher rank officers are locked up. But 
their army is still lurking, aiming to complete their mission. Wow. Boy. Jesus Christ. Mm. Kim, does your research know no end? I hope uh, everybody learned something because I learned something during the research. Always. Every Listen. single week. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you like that particular segment, I cannot take credit. Kim Sarawak, he does his research on every single hantu there is out there. And right now he has been very, I mean, it's amazing because the amount of stuff that he brings out to the table is stuff that I've not heard before. So I, I think as far as I'm concerned, Supernatural Confessions, Kim is the guy who knows everything about the hantu. He is Mr. No. Your hantu. Hantu, <laughs> hantu, hantu. Uh, okay, no, I, I don't know every single entity outside. Uh, it's the same. I am also <laughs> learning the same time as you guys. It's just that I got to the research part uh, slightly earlier. No, not mm. research part. Because according to Joe, research is done in a lab. I did not do it in a lab. So it's just a, bit, on Google. a, bit, oh, a little right. bit of Googling, reading, and putting up a, a two minutes video. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, whatever I put up in the video just now is according to readings and uh, um, a little bit of translation. Uh, because a lot of these names actually come from like those Indonesian um, imam or ustads that have been preaching and telling people about uh, these names. So, the nine names that you heard are on. Underneath the Iblis, which is the Satan, um, mm. these nine names is actually uh, his kids, direct kids, direct descendants. So wow. they are all they are all tasked and responsible with the uh, the, the things that they need to do uh, unto humans. Uh. And uh, yeah, according to the reading that I got, was actually these are the ones that is locked up, but the rest of their armies are oh. actually still out. Free. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's why a lot of people are still asking things like, you know, Holy Month of Ramadan, I thought the jinns and the devils are yeah. locked up. How come they are yeah. still out? Uh, that, so... that, that is the general belief, isn't it? That during yeah. the Holy Month of Ramadan, that mm. they, are, they are chained up. So people are free to practice their beliefs and mm. concentrate on what is important as opposed to be, uh, what's that word? To be distracted by yeah. sin, by, yeah, by correct. shaitan. Correct, correct, correct. So yeah, so now we learned a little bit because that uh, it's just their leaders are not around doesn't mean that the the rest of the armies are not at work. So maybe yeah. the smarter one will still do it to you. I mean, like I mean, like after all, during fasting month, if it's still it's still it's still hard for you to get up and and breakfast, right? Then after that, it's it's you know when you when you do your fasting, there are voices telling you it's okay just to drink a little bit. You know, it's a hot day, drink a little bit. Nothing is wrong with that, right? Yeah. So all this is still gonna come and come and come. And if there's no shaitan, then I believe entirely all this will be gone. So now we know. Yeah. Wow. Oh, on that note, you still want to wish you can repeat that message about wishing everybody a salamat purpose. <laughs> Yeah, so again, to all our Muslim friends, uh, um, selamat berpuasa. Yeah. Uh, semoga uh, satu bulan di bulan yang mulia ini, di hari Ramadan, kita sama-sama beriktifar dan berpuasa dengan penuh. <laughs> okay, I, I, I do not know. I, 
I have a can of beer and you see that's that why I, I find I find out there's a lot of dissonance from what you're saying to what we actually do. So I think yeah. I think Kim, I think what you say is great. I think religion is what a lot of people depend on. Yeah. And um again, if anyone has been on spiritual confession, it's never about the right or the wrong. There's always we're talking about a gray area. Mm. But you know, Ramadan is coming. There's a lot of meaning behind Ramadan. Your belief is the most important. I don't care what the doctrine says. If that's what you believe in, I believe in what you believe. Okay. Yeah. Do we have anything? <laughs> I believe what you believe, what we all believe. Believe. I, feel, I believe. I, feel, I believe I, feel, I can fly. I felt that Joe is the, 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 you know, Joe is the kid that is in the class whereby when the teacher is obviously something is off about the teacher, then, then the boy just shut up and do nothing at all. Joe, so man, that's Joe, that's Joe. Right? So you, know, you don't get messed up, then he don't, he don't yeah. you know, I, I don't want to get punishment. I, 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 I imagine I Joe as a five-year-old kid with tattoos and a bald head. I cannot yeah. imagine Joe any other way. Yeah. I agree, 100%. I believe. Okay, oh. so that is our Ramadan special for yeah. Know Your Hantu. Uh, um, yes. Uh, Thank you very much for that. Yes. Always in-depth. Thank and you. And now yes. to our last and final confession. Okay, so we're going to get one more confession. Then after that, I remember uh, we has, we, it's 12.15 a.m. in uh, all of us, uh, including Sonia. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's okay, wrap up. Yes. All right. This next story is entitled Teleportation and it was sent in by Belinda. Let me tell you my story that happened some 20 years ago. I was quite little at the time. I'm a middle child and at that point my older brother was 10 years old and my younger brother was just a toddler aged around two. During the school holidays it was only us kids at home with our helper and we decided to get some snacks and ice cream from the shop across from my block. The four of us thought it'd be best to go together. So my older brother led in the front and I was walking slightly behind and my younger brother and maid tagged behind me. So I stood in the middle of our group as it made its way towards the mamak shop a stone throw away. When suddenly, just literally within the blink of an eye, I somehow teleported back to my own block, but there was no one around. I couldn't see my brothers or our helper. There was no one in sight. Just to give you a little more background to the story, I was just six at the time. I knew where I was, but I got scared as I had no idea how I had arrived back so abruptly. I burst out crying. Then out of nowhere, these two Chinese aunties came up to me and asked, what exactly happened? Where's my family? I sniffled as tears poured down my face. This is my house. I live here, but I'm scared. Um, I, I will have to wait for my family from, uh, because I, I think they'll come back. These two aunties insisted I was lost and told me to go with them. However, something told me to stay. I had this awful gut feeling that I just shouldn't leave. They never touched me, but both of them insisted very strongly that I should follow them. 
About five minutes later, I saw my older brother bounding back towards me with my helper and youngest brother tailing behind. They were stricken with panic as I had simply vanished into thin air right before their eyes in the middle of our trek to the shop. When my brother came back for me, the two aunties disappeared. I didn't give the incident much thought after that. However, I cannot help but wonder from time to time what actually happened to me that day. Anyone would think from this story that it was just a figment of my overactive imagination. It might seem that this is the case, but my older brother, who is now in his 30s, always says half-jokingly, Wah, I don't want to bring you out. If not, you disappear again like last time. He's affirmed to me that this story is true and that this event really happened. So, I wonder, what would have happened if I did follow the two aunties? Okay, uh, we have not heard from uh, Linda's uh, narration for quite some time. Uh, she's now back to, to, to again, uh, tell us a story whereby the story is actually not uh, not seeing anything. There's no sighting, there's no there's no ghost. Uh, okay, so I'm going to continue. Uh, the rest of you, I hope you I guys can... I what Kim's saying. I hope you I guys can hear, right? Okay. Um... So tonight's, uh, again, the last story is going to wrap up with something that is weird but unexplainable. Joe, you want to take this one? You've been quiet for quite some time now. Uh, I, you know, the, the, the two stories tonight, have completely, it's just so strange. Like, now we talk about teleportation, right? That yes, is just yes. so weird. How does someone come from one place to the other? And what this story tells me is, you need to be careful of two Chinese aunties if you ever see them <laughs> somewhere out there, right? Like alien, man, I, 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 alien. Elvin, Elvin wanted to say alien. Do you know what this actually reminds me of? It reminds me of the guardian angel stories that you hear so much okay. about. You know, the traditional okay. stories of people who, you know, um, their cars suddenly um trapped in a, in, a, in a in a road and then yeah. like you know they've got no fuel they've got yeah. they've got nothing right and then yeah. two people come out of nowhere help fix the car and then disappear this yeah. is yeah. what reminds me of yeah guardian, guardian, guardian angels yeah yeah but again I, really I, strange I would, love, I, w- I would love to believe how the universe manifests itself mm. <laughs> that's my technique <laughs> And how and how does that happen? Yeah, but but why does the confessor felt that uh, the two aunties is more to the evil one instead of a guardian angel? Because if a guardian angel appears to you, you are supposed to feel at least safe, yeah. right? Yeah, but but, 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 but but not necessarily. Remember, no. it, 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 I spoke the last time in in the Bible. Most of the times when mm. angels appear, yeah. they pre they they kind of say, "Be oh. not." afraid right okay because Which, i think their appearance can be quite frightening yes if, if it's things that you don't understand and it it would be frightening to you no matter how they appear to you it's inexplicable and shocking in that sense so why wouldn't you feel fear we fear things we don't understand hmm. yes uh okay okay so meaning to but uh, but then why would the auntie lead her away since the family is coming back for her? Could it be that the spirits that were trying to lead her away are actually benevolent spirits? Mm. Not every spirit, not every hantu that we hear of is evil. Mm. 
But unfortunately, that is what we believe in. Something yeah. we don't see is automatically evil. Yes. I have heard about situations where people met an entity and they were delayed for time. They went back only to realize that they missed whatever meeting that they had and the interview was over and they actually escaped a calamity. Mm. Or people who missed the oh, flight okay. and mm. they escaped a calamity. So, well, I mean, the question here is, it's not about who's right, who's wrong, but yeah. whatever entity that they have seen, mm. my sense here is, if I were to be an entity, and I'm mm. being very blanket here, would I try to be an out-of-shape, budgy, middle-aged woman? <laughs> if I'm trying to convince you of anything. Yeah. You know, you, know I mean? you know what I mean? So the fact that they said something, they went off, and then they have averted uh, some form of calamity, I would like to think, mm. whether I'm right or wrong, right, that somewhere along the line, that person, the confessor, was protected. Mm. You know, I, I just like that sense where it could have been a coincidence, it could have been a lie, it could have been so many things, 10 ways of Sunday, but I'd rather believe that he encountered something that saved his life. Oh, that to so, me was more better. So more, you, sorry, go, go on. I mean, that to me is, is, is more um, romantic in the idea where I put forth. Mm. So you are meaning uh, you you wanted to say that that the auntie that appeared to the confessor is actually trying to keep the com confessor safe until the family come to the confessor. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, sir. That's uh, a romantic idea, but not everyone believes in romantic. Okay, Some okay. believes it's a big dick, but you know what I mean. I mean yeah, the idea yeah, is okay. that there is something beyond just the physical, and mm. in this case, something happened to the confessor. Mm beyond a physical, tangible outcome mm. and lead her away from an ultimate demise. And I like to believe the universe is out for us, out looking out for us. Mm. I believe in that. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, okay, I think I think that confession it leads to uh, it can lead to a lot of a lot of uh, end point of the discussion. I felt because like like Eugene just put up a, a different different perception onto that whereby you know it could be the two auntie the two auntie is yeah. actually trying to to help the confessor or maybe if, maybe like, let, let's let's put it in a way mm, simpler yeah. form whereby if the confessor proceed or continue to walk, they might meet with a tragic accident. Yep, maybe. She was te teleported back. Then the whole siblings, the maid, have to stop and then come back and look for her. And then that accident was actually avoided. The, the two aunties were not out there to, to, to harm the confessor. They would just want to yeah. keep her from something, right? That is a simpler form of saying it. I mean, mm -hmm. that, that, that could turn out a very heartwarming story. It could be. Yeah. It could yeah. turn yeah. completely the other way on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, and because I, I because because somebody, I mean, like when we look at it, immediately we thought about oh, the the two aunties is trying to uh, kidnap the confessor. Yeah, Joe, but you have to think about it, right? Like I'm just again, this is this is way out there. Maybe you know we will never get to hear it unless the the children return. Mm. But how many missing children uh, have resulted from the aunties leading the children away? They never mm. ever mm. get seen again. 
<laughs> so if two aunties, right, ask you, lie, lie, you don't do, don't go, don't go, <laughs> don't go. Just run the other direction, run other direction. With, with your kind of face and your kind of voice, I definitely not gonna follow that. Auntie. That's I mean, for sure. I mean, like you, you can, you can just kind of imagine, right? Like, like a little little auntie there's like, just like, lie, we out, lie, we out, yeah, lie, we out. Do you know what I mean? You it's can like at least offer some sweets or some treats. You know, sweeten the deal. Uh, well, I my friends told me I'm not allowed to give sweets to little kids anymore, <laughs> so I have to stop. <laughs> Before you get accused of being a pedo. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Apparently, there's not the thing that you can do. You can only do it in India. You can't do it in, in Western Or oh, you could Australia. do it in Singapore in someone's house. Yeah. You could be accused of being a pedo too. It, it was really, really, because I, 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 like I, I had like a bum bag and I had sweets in there when I was traveling through India and I give the sweets to like little kids because... The little kids, right? Like, you know, yeah, and exactly. they're from small little villages. But apparently, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I think uh, we have enough time. I think I think it's uh, it's a fun night like usual. And we have yes. already extended an hour. <laughs> an hour. Now it's already 12.30. So <laughs> I'm going to kill Eugene in to kill us for the ending. Okay. Uh, just want to let you guys know there's um, 49 viewers on Facebook. And hundred and plus viewers on YouTube, so people have not left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, we got to end the show tonight. We love you guys, um, and thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts that you will join us week after week, online every Friday night. We know you could be doing so much more things. Thank you. You, we know that you have like you no know, series of love lives because that's what it is, right? You know, modern day and love lives and just being out there and dating. Yeah, we know you could be doing that, but you are right here, right here with us. Mm. That means a lot to me. Okay, um, there's four of us right here, and five. Alvin five. Five. So Alvin is going to have I'm say. <laughs> Alvin is going to say his goodbye tonight. Um, yeah. Joe, over to you, please. Okay. Um, wonderful night tonight. Two hours. Wow, that was great. Uh, we've been seen from Singapore, United States, Malaysia, Australia, India, Canada, all over the world. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. And as I always like to say, there are more questions than answers. I always stumble at this last point because I don't know if it's Tabali the other way around, but there are always more questions than there are answers from me. So thank you, guys. I will see you again very shortly. I'm Sonia, and I'm usually the super rational one, but I've been in so many situations where even I've had to say, you know what, I think science and logic needs to take a back seat. So I usually have a super rational explanation for everything. Sometimes, just sometimes. <laughs> it could be. It could the hallucination. Be <laughs> <bad> firing. <laughs> it's the wind. <laughs> Okay, thank you very much uh, for those that is watching, families and, 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 and the community. Thank you very much for the coffee as well. Uh, we appreciate it uh, from everybody who sent in. And again, I would like to take this opportunity to wish our, we call it, well, we call it Overlord, lah, huh? our founder of SC, Eugene. <laughs> Um, happy birthday, <laughs> although now it's already past uh, 30 minutes, but still happy birthday. 
And also, happy wedding anniversary to Joe. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. And, uh, and just so, remember, whatever you don't see, it doesn't mean it is not there. Ah, remember, uh, Elvin, Elvin. Yeah, everyone don't forget. <laughs> whatever you feel, oh, yeah. whatever you see. Okay, Elvin, go ahead. Uh, uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Join us so late. It's now like twelve thirty right now, and um, of course, Eugene. I wish our overlord, our war chief, our uh, <laughs> supreme leader, supreme leader. <laughs> happy birthday, and of course, Joe. Happy wedding anniversary. Thanks, man. And I'll sign off with, I believe you believe we believe. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you believe we believe. <laughs> All right, bye bye. <laughs> See bye. you guys. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs>